Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Last week, Michigan announced that $25 million would be dispersed amongst select schools to hire 195 school resource officers. The aim? To protect students from threats of violence. But is that enough to keep students safe? It's not enough because whether it's kids or adults, there's always a way that if I want to get to you, I'll try to find a way. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. 195 school districts in Michigan are set to receive a portion of $25 million for the salaries, benefits, and training of a new school resource officer to help protect students from possible threats. But why only 195 districts? How did lawmakers decide on who to give funding to? Well, according to Dr. Amy Krupe, the superintendent of Hazel Park Schools, there were a few factors involved in that process. You did have to be able to match it with 50% which is not a problem um, because we're actually hoping to bring in two more uh, SROs to the district, one from Hazel Park and one from Ferndale. And it also was based upon whether you had one or not and the needs of your community. And clearly, you know, everybody has this vision about how bad it is in Hazel Park and it's not bad, but we do have a lower income SES than other places in Oakland County and other places in the state. That support and education is really important. Hazel Park's district, with its 3,200 students, will receive a little over $142,000 of that $25 million the state is going to hand out. But how much protection do school resource officers actually provide? Hazel Park has been blessed with having an SRO through the Hazel Park Police Department for many years before I came. So they've always had an active role. But the role changed a little bit when I came, and uh, it came it came to not only a presence of the police in your building, but more about the presence of another person who cares about kids and can give them guidance about um, just the upbringing, how you need to act, what the impact of your actions are outside of school, and also relationships with kids. So when things do happen, um, and they do, that are illegal or... Um, could become illegal, that you have somebody to support you there on your team. As Dr. Krupe explains, school resource officers also provide guidance and peace of mind. They can be a person students turn to when troubled. The next voice you will hear will be of Steve Dolent, Detroit's former assistant chief of police and former athletic director at Cabrini High School. He says that this new relationship between students and officers is one that has changed over the last few decades. Well, it used to be a retirement job, let's face it. Before all this violence took over, you get so many years on a job, you say, I'll do that. And you go to the school because it's Monday through Friday, weekends off. And you might, you know, go to a game at night or whatever. And it was a retirement job. 
It's not like that anymore. Because now you're not just the school resource officer, you're a counselor, you're a law enforcement liaison, talk to the parents, you try to get into the psyche of some of these kids that are having troubles at home. When I was growing up, the big thing was people would, you know, smoke some pot, but not in school. Now they're vaping in school, they're bringing weapons in school, social media, they're making threats in school. And then, and as a resource officer, your job actually is to be, you drop the hammer when you have to, but say, look, I'm here to help you, but you got to help me. So it's changed. It's evolved a lot, a lot in the last 20, hell, in the last 10 years. More school resource officers will undoubtedly make students safer against threats. But is it enough? Here's Steve Dolent again. No, it's not enough because whether it's kids or adults, there's always a way. They're always thinking of a way to get around something, whether it's computer crimes, you know, hacking the system and get changed their grades. There's always a way that if I want to get to you, I'll try to find a way. So if, hell, I could pull an alarm and send a school officer to one side of the campus and do something on this side of the campus. So no, it's, it's not. If an additional SRO helps, but doesn't solve the threat of violence in schools, what else needs to happen for students to be safe? Well, it's important with SROs that they are part of a team at the school that they are uh, in communication with school staff and that everyone is working together to keep our kids safe. Uh, can't overstate the importance of SROs because it's only one uh, small ingredient when it comes to keeping our kids safe. The number one thing we can do really is making sure these schools, in addition to SROs and other security features, making sure that schools have the mental health supports necessary to prevent tragedies from happening. But right now there's a there's a serious shortage of not only teachers, but school counselors, uh, school uh, social workers, school psychologists, and support staff across the board. There's a massive shortage. And so we need to do more to recruit and retain qualified educators, including those school-based mental health professionals. That was Thomas Morgan, the spokesperson for the Michigan Education Association. And as he indicates, the problem of student safety is multifaceted that no one bill can solve. And that this funding also doesn't address the biggest issue at the heart of this conversation. We must enact common sense gun reforms so that firearms aren't readily available, uh, especially to those in distress. It needs to be easier for a student to receive mental health assistance and much more difficult for them to get their hands on a gun. We uh, saw polling last year that even the majority of Republicans and NRA members support things like universal background checks. The majority of those folks support red flag laws and they support safe storage requirements. So we need, we need to take care of the mental health issues as much as we can. We need to get illegal guns off the streets and make them more difficult for kids to get their hands on. And we need to help increase that, that school teamwork, those SROs, and, and, and form a, a more cohesive unit that can really work with our kids to not only stop problems as they're happening, but prevent them before they even come up. The poll Thomas was referring to was an epic MRA report from last September. And he's right. According to the poll, 82% of Republicans and 87% of gun owners support background checks. But those kind of reforms take time as it's a very polarizing issue at every level of government. What can districts do right now in addition to a new resource officer to protect their students? Here's Steve Dolan again with a few ideas. Alice Train is in, is in all the schools. That's great. But this company I was talking about, they have lights in the school. And I said, what are the lights for? this? too many kids wear ear pods or earbuds in school. Mm -hmm. And they can't hear the, I want, 
That's proactive. I like that. That makes sense. They put lights outside the school. Why? Because parents respond immediately to an active shooter. So there's those proactive steps there. You have school counselors. Some are more effective than others. Plastic see-through knapsacks or backpacks like that. You know, you can't go to a sporting event without mm-hmm. a see-through plastic bag. So why can't you have that at school? Despite how much safety SROs may provide for students, schools still need so much in the way of protection and education. So why SROs? Why is that what state legislators decided to move on? Here's Thomas Morgan again. This is the low-hanging fruit. Providing school districts more SROs is the low-hanging fruit. We need to continue to have conversations and talk to our lawmakers uh, about things like common sense gun reforms. Talk to them about providing increased mental health support. Uh, to local school districts. You know, the Democrats and Republicans came together last summer to pass the current education budget, which provides hundreds of millions of dollars more for school-based mental health services. We need to continue working down that. That's, that track has not run its course. It may seem like this bipartisan SRO funding is unique in this era of divisive politics. In actuality, though, according to Thomas, Governor Whitmer has managed bipartisan support for schools multiple times. Well, it's important to note that the governor's uh, last four education budgets, which have all set records for local school district funding, have all been passed in a bipartisan manner. Until January 1st of this year, the legislature was controlled by the GOP. And yet Governor Whitmer worked closely with uh, GOP leadership across the aisle to bring much needed resources to our schools. And now with the new legislature, one that is that is run by supporters of public education, we expect plenty of bipartisanship this year because we know that mainstream folks on both sides of the aisle want to see our kids thrive, want to see their local public schools thrive, and want to keep our kids safe. So while the student resource officers may add extra physical and mental protection to students, if we truly want to make Michigan students safe and prepare them for the world, there is still a lot of work to be done. But at least here in the state of Michigan, that is something that both sides of the aisle can agree on. Thanks to Dr. Amy Krupe, Thomas Morgan, and Steve Dolent for lending their perspectives to this episode. And as always, this episode wouldn't be possible without WWJ's digital team. Check out WWJNewsRadio.com for the top local news stories on demand 24-7. Make sure you don't miss out on new episodes of The Daily J by subscribing using the Odyssey app or get it wherever you get your podcasts. Our theme music is written and produced by Ozone Music and Sound in Southfield. I'm Brian Fisher, and this is The Daily J. Thanks for listening. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.